My name is Susan Lamarca and I am the Executive Officer of the School Library Association of Victoria. I'd like to formally and respectfully begin the event by acknowledging the traditional owners of the land on which I am today, the Wurundjeri Wilam people, one of the five tribes of the Kulin Nation, the traditional owners of this land. I would also like to pay my respects to Elders, past, present and emerging, and any here with us today, and specifically acknowledge the important role of story in the history and the lives of the traditional owners of this land. The HILO series, which stands for High Impact Libraries Online, showcases and explores the various ways school libraries operate to support learning and teaching through online systems and programs and online strategies and tools. Each session will explore a different area of the online school library, offering examples of practice from experienced speakers. This, this particular HILO session will be considering Canva and how we can use it in different ways in the school library. We recognise that attendees may have suggestions, suggestions they would like to share today and we have created a Padlet uh, to support this sharing. Everybody, speakers and attendees are welcome to post resources, lists, ideas or articles to this space. Uh, perhaps you have an example of a great Canva project you would like to share or a way to use Canva that you think we'd all enjoy hearing about. So please do um, avail yourself of that. And the, uh, the Padlet is a way of extending the session and gives you a repository to explore after the session. Just the Padlet link was on all of your communications and we will put the link in the chat box as well. I believe we are chatting on our socials today, um, which I also believe is hashtag Slav Connects. Um, and Ty's in charge of that, so I think we're doing that today, are we Ty? Yes, nod your head. Yeah, I'm <laughs> going to try and live tweet and talk at the same time. <laughs> oh, you don't have to do that bit. No, she's not going to tweet about herself. Okay, um, so that's okay. This event has been created as a webinar, uh, so only the presenters have access to video and microphone. Um, so if you have any questions or any comments you'd like to make, please put them in the chat and we will address them as soon as we can. And I just saw that um, Ty's put up the uh, Padlet link, so it's there for you in the chat as well. So it is now my pleasure to introduce our first speaker, and that is Ty, Ty Kadena, known to many of you through her many roles uh, in publishing and marketing and as a, a bookseller and also before that a wonderful school library practitioner. Across recent years she has been working with us at SLAV, maintaining our social presence, which is why we're going to expect her to live tweet at the same time as presenting. <laughs> you don't have to do that. Um, managing the Shelf Talkers student review website for us and also as a special guest contributor to our online book club. And today she's here to share with us about Canva. Welcome, Ty. Thank you, lovely Susan, and thanks for joining us, everybody. I know that everyone is super, super busy at this point in the term, so I really appreciate you taking the time to be with us today. I am... I'm currently presenting to you from Gadigal land, so I would like to pay my respects to the traditional owners here in New South Wales. Um, so, Canva in the library, I mean, 
I'm I'm not I'm sort of going to go with the assumption that everyone who's joining us today uh, is probably not really had a chance to have a play with Canva or have a really good look at it. Um, so forgive me if some of this seems very basic and straightforward, uh, but I think it's a really it's really important to highlight the, just the amount of resources and help that Canva provides for educators. So starting with the absolute basics, it is 100% free for educators to sign up to Canva. They really, really want to be useful in education. They push it quite hard um, that, you know, all educators get 100% access free access as to their students. So it doesn't cost anything, which is quite remarkable when you consider how wonderful the platform is. So to get started and get your free accounts, you basically just have to have an Edgemail address or an account, email account linked to a school. Um, that is as straightforward as it gets. There's a little section on their website about proving eligibility. I think having had a really big deep read through of their Canva for Education pages, I think that's mostly applicable to um, schools in the US because it seems to be a little bit tricky to prove that you're a teacher in the US. But for Australia and Australian educators, an Edgemail address or anything linked to a school address is going to be fine. And as soon as you sign up and they verify that it's coming from a school or an educator's Edgemail address, you're all set and ready to go. So once you get in there, um, it's well worth having a proper deep look into the site and taking some time. You can do it in about an hour. You can go right through the site and have a really, really good look. They've got a ton of free resources for teachers and students and schools and education resources. There's stuff there for higher education. The case studies are really quite interesting. There's some really fascinating um, content and resources in the case study section. But I would start with the teachers and schools section. There you'll find a whole bunch of resources for getting started and this includes articles, video tutorials, step-by-step -step photographic tutorials. Um, there are even presentation templates pre-existing in Canva that will talk you through ways in which you can get started. Once you're in there and you've had a play around and you've checked out all of the resources that they offer, which again, incredible that it's all free, um, one of the things that I would highly recommend a new starter on Canva doing is going through the Canva Starter Challenge. It only takes about five minutes, doesn't take very long at all, and it's also quite fun. So if you're starting this with your students, it's a fun little resource exercise thing to go through. So the tutorial for beginners will just walk you through the basics, but one of the things, while Canva is a really easy platform to navigate and a really easy platform to use, and kids will pick it up so fast, there's some really interesting design tips in there that you know you might not think about. I mean, most of us are probably used to using things like PowerPoint, and PowerPoint's become quite sophisticated in terms of suggestions. But the design tutorial is quite interesting and definitely worth a look. And it's a really good fun little thing to do with your class as well. So highly recommend doing the Canva Starter Challenge. Then if you go to the Teach with Canva 
page, so in the design school tutorials, there is, you could scroll on this page for a full minute. There's so many different suggestions. Everything from how to search and edit templates to how to draft a resume to how to set up a classroom, which is a lot like setting up a Google Classroom. So you can set up your own classroom and you can invite your students to collaborate in that space. You can have, I think it's up to 55 students collaborating in the space at any one time. And you can see what they're doing in real time while they're doing it. So it's a really good way to sort of have them doing something and you can actually have a quick overview of everything that they're doing. and and check in with them at the same time. So highly recommend going through the Teach with Canva page and having a really good look at all of the different resources on that page. And then there are all these really helpful articles. So really straight to the point, short, concise articles on things like, you know, 10 ways to take your lessons to the next level, ideas, tips, suggestions, that kind of thing. And they're all written Really, quite frankly, they know that educators are busy people and you don't have time to scroll through an article that's pages long. Um, so they've kept it nice and easy. Most of it is bullet point. And they all have links to what they're talking about, which is another brilliant resource. So I've put links directly to all of these pages on the Padlet for ease of access. And there's a couple of YouTube tutorials in there too of other educators who are using Canva in really interesting ways in their classrooms. So then you can start with something as basic as a free word search maker. Um, I had a play with this and it's actually really fun. You could use this with students in grade two, depending on their reading level. Um, but you could actually get kids making their own word searches. There's a whole bunch of different activity templates that you could get your students playing around with. And this one is a really fun, easy one to start them on. So if you get them started on something really simple like this and even get yourself started on something really simple like this, um, you'll start using learning how to use the different areas really quite quickly. There is literally nothing you cannot do in Canva and what I'll be talking to today is different ways you could potentially use it with your students as a response to text. So for a long time, you know, all of us in libraries have always looked for interesting ways to get our students to do a response to text, whether it's a book review or a book trailer. There is literally endless applications in Canva for this kind of thing and then make it really fun and really easy. The educational comic strips one is really fun, but I have to warn you, watch the tutorial, <clears throat> excuse me, because I tried to make a quick one last night and with everything, because I thought, oh, it's Canva, it'll be super easy. This one is tricky. I have no doubt that kids will pick it up instantaneously and be wonderful at it. But as a nearly 50 year old, I was like, oh, wait, this isn't as easy as it looks. So I, I suggest if you're gonna have a play at making an educational comic strip yourself, give yourself a little bit of time and don't try to do it for the first time in front of your students. <laughs> that would be my recommendation. So the Canva for Students section is definitely one that you would want to introduce to your classes. And I think, you know, sort of especially lower to upper secondary, 
Um, year sixes would be completely fine with this page and navigating it themselves. Again, there's a whole bunch of resources in there. There's a whole bunch of um, tutorials on the template libraries and things they can do with Canva. Um, and it's definitely worth directing them to this page, depending on what you're doing with them, obviously, and just getting them to have a look around themselves. And then maybe they can share it with one another or with you, if they've learned. There is so many pre-existing resources within Canva that have been created by other educators. And so many of them are book centric, which is really great. So it seems to me that it's English teachers, librarians, library staff, <clears throat> teacher librarians have embraced Canva really quickly because the amount of resources around things like exploring literary themes, it's endless. And the really great thing about these pre-existing resources, so you can make yours shareable as well. Say you go through and, and you make something like Literature 101 presentation for your students. You can then share that on Canva. You can make it public or private. It's entirely up to you. And other people can come in and take your template, have a look at what you've done, and then customise it to make it suitable for their own students or their own classes. So there's ones on literary themes. This genres of literature is a really good one. When I went through and had a look at that, I thought, oh my gosh, there's nothing on that I would edit except to change you know, the names of the classes. And it's really fun to have a look at all of the different graphics available. So if you're choosing a particular template and you want to change a few of the graphics around, Canva's really good at making suggestions. It will say to you, you know, perhaps you want to use this image of this book, which fits best with this theme. So that's a really fun element too. There's some really great story starter presentations in there. I was seriously impressed by some of the suggestions in this particular template. This is for quite young students. Um, so I would say year three, fours. It's like an introduction to narrative writing, but there's some really great little story prompts in there. And I did find another one, actually I found another two that were really great for students in say year nine to 10. So definitely have a look through these different templates because quite often if you need something quickly and you only want to have to edit a few things, the presentation already exists so you don't have to reinvent the wheel. Read Like a Detective is a particularly good one. It's really quite fun. This is sort of aimed at years four to six, but you could age it up a little bit. Um, again, full of really great suggestions and ideas. Understanding genre, this one's specific to year 11 and 12 English. This is a really good one. Um, graphic novel conventions, like there is, there is literally a pre-existing template for anything that you could think of. Um, analyzing themes and ideas, this was a particularly good one. There's an excellent section in here on Rear Window, which a lot of your students would probably be doing for VCE. Poetic techniques for grade eight English, this again was excellent. And I'm thinking whoever created this one, Daydream Designs, I think they've, they must have extraordinary year eights because I would think this was more suitable for year tens. But again, you can edit it to suit the levels that your students are at. 
So the template that I'm using to do this presentation today actually existed as a book review read and response template, um, which I will show you the rest of in a moment. But some other ideas that you could go through with your students, book trailers are always really popular. One of the things that I really loved doing with my students was getting them to retroactively look at a really big marketing campaign. Barbie is an excellent example at the moment. She's absolutely everywhere. And that marketing campaign, as someone who worked in marketing, I can tell you was probably about $400 million worth of spend worldwide. But it was an excellent example of just how far you can reach with something like that. So you could ask your students to think about the book they're reading, look at a, a retrospective campaign like Barbie, go into Canva and create a social media marketing campaign that's going to emulate that. And they can do everything from, you know, mocking up what an outdoor ad at a bus stop would look like to, you know, creating a book trailer. It's, it's really quite endless. Another fun thing that I used to get my students to do was a book to movie pitch. I used to, if they really loved a book, I used to say to them, okay, you're having a meeting with Universal Studios. You have to convince them that this should be made into a movie. You have to cast it. You have to choose who your director would be. You have to come up with costume concepts, music scores, absolutely the whole thing. And you have to pitch it like you're pitching it to a, a movie studio. Canva is perfect for that. Uh, book covers. Kids can make their own book covers. In fact, they can make their own ebooks. There's a tutorial that I've shared in um, the Padlet. It's literally a video on how to make your own illustrated ebook in under 15 minutes. So it's incredible what you can do in there. Infographics are super, super easy in Canva. Um, so you could get them doing fiction versus nonfiction. You could get them doing graphic novels versus comics. I mean, you guys don't need me to tell you what to talk to them about, but infographics are a cakewalk in here. Keeping track of their reading challenges, um, keeping a reading diary. There's a really great little template for a reading diary in here. Um, so they could be doing that. They could be creating newspaper articles. They could be creating uh, graphics for a podcast or a website. It's, it's really endless what you can do with it. So the template that I adjusted was actually a book review and analysis template. And just to give you an idea of what the layouts look like before you edit or change anything, this is literally what you're looking at when you open a template in Canva, especially the really good ones. So this has got absolutely everything that we as, you know, library staff would have spent hours trying to set up in Word once upon a time. And now it's all set out for us. They've thought of everything and it's really beautiful and it looks great. So your students just go in at a text box and hey presto, it's really easily done. So that's just a little brief sort of idea brainstorm of things that you can do in Canva. I'm not an expert by any means, but the beauty of it is the way in which it's been designed and the way in which it lays out means that you don't need to be an expert to be creating, you know, super great presentations you can be sharing with your library class in minutes. So I hope that that was helpful. Um, if anybody has got any questions, I'd be more than happy to answer them or we can hear what the wonderful Prue has to say and we can answer them together if that's easier.
Thank you, Ty. We, uh, we don't seem to have any questions in the chat yet. So what we might do is, as you say, move on. And then if there are any questions later on, we can look at them there. Um, we'll see how we go. That was fantastic. It truly does look like an amazing thing. I mean, I, I'm not really uh, um, aware of what Canva does, but it seems to me it makes so many things easier that we used to do that, as you say, used to be so much more difficult to create. So Correct. Mm, wonderful. Thank you very much. That was fantastic. So what we're going to do now is we're going to hear from our next guest speaker, and that is Prue, Prue Doig. Prue is a library technician at Thornbury High School, and uh, her role uh, involves displays and the look and feel of the library. So obviously Canva is something that she has become very experienced at. And we are very lucky that she has joined us this afternoon and she's going to share with us some of the ways she's used, oh, all of the ways, I hope, Prue, all of the ways that she has used Canva around their library um, to make it look beautiful. So thank you for joining us today, Prue. Welcome. Mm -hmm. Hold on. I think we might have you muted and I will <laughs> unmute you and now you are unmuted. Thanks, Susan. Thank you, Ty. I must admit, I am not an expert at this and being completely, completely unartistic and uncreative, I must admit Canva has been a huge help, especially since I was kind of thrown in at the deep end and told when I started my new job that I'd be in charge of displays and, you know, designing all this stuff for marketing. And I just thought, oh, my God. So, um, Canva's been a huge help. Um, I was just going to go through a few of the things that I have done on Canva and, you know, then if anyone has any um, questions or anything, uh, that would be great. I mainly use Canva for posters because in my library I really only have a pin board to do displays. So I've got to get across in a, in a poster, if I can, um, what the display is about. And Canva's great because, as Ty said, there are just so many free graphics and designs that I can use. So I do things like the one you can see, the, um, you know, borrowing a book was a really super easy um, to, to do. Um, and, you know, we just put, put that up on the door and the kids, you know, as they go in and out of the library, they're just like, oh, you know, oh, maybe I will borrow another book. Oh, you know, maybe I won't. Um, another way that we have done with the posters is we uh, use them for obviously for displaying new books that we've got in the library. So we put posters like this up around the library on the ends of the shelves. Sometimes they've got a theme like this one. And Canva's great because I can just upload images straight from uh, of the covers that I want to use. And it just does it so easily because it, when you're making a design, it um, will show you what your new image is, like how close it is to your previous image. And so you can get the spacing perfect and it shows if everything's straight and it's just so good, easy to um, edit. 
Prue, have you changed that to another image? I can still see the borrow another book one. Ah, let's see. Okay, so that should. Now you're not sharing anymore. No, it's my not having been. This is just, yes, really annoying, this one. <laughs> okay, so um, I'll do go, go for this one. Um, we also use our uh, posters to, for events and I will design um, the poster and then download it as a, a, a photograph so then I can use it on a slide or um, a presentation, some other form. So we have computer screens and TV screens around the school and so if I take a a picture of this I can drop it into a slide and then that gets shown around the school so it's a great way to you know sh uh, share upcoming events or um, just advertise what we're doing in the library at the moment um, let's say um, don't just use it for um, for posters I also use um, do with banners. I um, also use for presentations like the, the one that Ty did, though unfortunately mine's never as professional as those ones. Um, I've also in the past used, um, we, sorry, just going to stop doing that, yes. um, have used Canva for things which I probably could do in other programs but I just find Canva a lot easier and keeps all my projects together. So I've used it for uh, templates. So we've just done a display, we've currently got a display up with um, our books have been made into movies and so created this template and uh, so I put up near um, made little popcorn boxes, put them up near the posters full of popcorn, which the children unfortunately started eating, but, you know, got to do something in the library. Um, so that was just a really super simple way to um, to make the template be, just because um, they, Canva already had a lot of these templates uh, or the images that I wanted. So I could just download and just have a look at um, all of theirs and just kind of edit a little bit what I wanted. Um, we've just, I've just finished today using Canva to make a board game. So in our library, the kids can borrow board games at lunch times and with book week coming up, we've started to make uh, book themed board games. If I can... This, this is what it has ended up like. So we've made a game of guess who, well, not the best picture, but we've used uh, photographs of the staff members. So we've kind of personalised it so the kids can uh, see, uh, you know, have some fun playing it and actually they know who the, um, the people are in the game and we're going to swap that out during book week so it can be a Harry Potter guess who or it can be um, a Percy Jackson just one of the favorite books from the kids. Can you go back to that, um, yeah. that image? 
Sure. So, I don't really understand what you mean. So, so is that so? That's the guess. That's the one where you push the characters down. Are you yeah. So this is. Already... I'll show you. This is how I did it on Canva. So I made, got little images from the uh, staff photos, and I've just put them into one of the board games. So it's where you flip down, asking yes no questions. You ask your opponent, and you end up with one person. <laughs> So, so you're using you're using the plastic board game that's already there, and you're just yes. putting new pictures on that you've created. Okay, now yes. I'm with you. <laughs> oh, that is that is fantastic. So yeah, we just thought um, you know to have a bit of bit of fun, and Canva was just perfect to, to do that because it aligned everything and it made it just a lot easier and. Because it, it gets everything in alignment, uh, you can print things like double-sided and you know that they are going to align perfectly. So we've also done... Um, really cool. So you could, you, could put, you could put book characters, but you could also put book covers? Yeah, well, you can do it with absolutely anything. And oh, I we love just this got, idea. We got the game. We went to the um, to a Selvos or to an op shop, got a second-hand game, and we're just going to, you know, throughout the year, just change it round a bit so it keeps it fresh and new. I reckon that's fantastic. That's the best thing I've heard in ages. <laughs> Wonderful. Thank you. Um, yes, show us your next idea. <laughs> yes, that's that's fine. So um, I also have we've done things like the book challenges. We've done um, the book title emoji quiz. Again, it's something I could probably do on like Google Docs. But Canva has um, an area where you can go into apps and they have an emoji app. And so they have all of the, emoji, the emojis that you can use on your phone on this app. So it is easier just to, you know, click and drop rather than searching through the internet for the exact picture that you want. So we've just, you know, had fun. This is the reading challenge for the kids. They've got to guess the title of the books and there's a little prize for them if they can get them all. Uh, That's fantastic. Do you know the one you mentioned, Prue, but I don't think we saw the picture. You mentioned yep. a book cover one. After oh, showed, okay, yes, yeah, I will. Because after you showed us the sign from yeah. the door, you, you, you were talking about it, but we couldn't see it. Let's see if I... Oh, I think I've... I think I've got rid of the screen now. Oh, sorry, it's, just... it's okay. No, no that I, is fine. I won't make up your order if you haven't got it. I just, I just wondered what <laughs> no it was. No worries. Um, I so we do um with all of those posters, we um can make them into um uh, as I said, presentations to go on our um computer screens and TV screens around the library. That's easy because we just download them as photographs so that being a photograph, it's the same format for if we put it into Google Slides or if you use it in Microsoft or whatever you want to use it for. So it's um, also you can use it for social media. I don't use social media. We don't have social media at the moment for our library, but I do use it for my personal um, social media. I've used Canva, so I'll show you. So that is um, just an Instagram post, which for my dog. Um, so that is, it's again, 
it's basically like making a poster in Canva. You've got a whole heap of themes and styles that you can use and you can just drop in your own text or your own photographs and it will ask you what social platform, media platform you'd like to put it onto and it will automatically change the size and the format so that it will fit to Facebook, it'll fit to Twitter, it'll fit to Instagram, which I think is absolutely great. It means you don't have to fiddle around with um, resizing things because you've made it for one uh, platform but you want to share it with something else. Stop sharing that. <laughs> so um, that's basically what I use Canva for in the library. It's fairly simple. I must admit I'm going to have a look at more of those uh, templates for that Ty showed earlier because I think it's just a great, great tool that um, you know anybody can use. And as you said, you can kind of come out looking with very professional-looking things if you're more creative than myself. And, you know, it's just easily done and in a short amount of time. Thank you, Prue. Now, the, that You're was welcome. excellent. Very creative. The, the most <laughs> important question is, um, what's the dog's name? He's called Frankfurt because he's a sausage dog. <laughs> so. Okay. Now, and that, that's, that's, I'm not sure whether that's a good or a bad thing, but thank you. That's very interesting. Um, now, can I ask, I think when we were um, talking about how you use Canva, I'm, I think you mentioned to me that you also take the images you have from Canva and you, you make them larger. Is that? Yes. So I use a great uh, another free website called Block Posters. And you can download any um, photograph into block posters and you can make the posters any size you want. It um, just it prints them, it just, I don't know, it kind of jigsaws them so that you can print whatever size that you want and you just stick them together. So we've had posters which have been the size of a door and so we've just covered the door with the whole poster and they come out looking fabulous. So it's a great and, you know, being free, it's also another great one to use with Canva. And so that works because you can save the Canva thing that you'd created as an image, yeah? Yes. So right. you need to, yeah, save as a photograph and that will work. Okay. Excellent. Thank you. Would you be able to put um, the the a link to that, um, what did you call it, block poster? Uh, block posters? Yes, Could definitely. Could you put that in the Padlet for us as well? Yes, sure can do. Thank you very much, Prue. That was fantastic. You're welcome. Okay. We're doing very well here. Um, I'm going to now share another little uh, idea with everybody. And I'm also going to share with all of you that we have had some illness issues with one of our presenters, which means we haven't got as many people here today as we had expected. So we would love to hear from any of you with any questions for Ty or for um, Prue um, about how they've used Canva or uh, something that you would want clarified about what they've shared, because um, we're certainly going to have time to do that. Um, and while you're all thinking about your questions, for Prue and Ty. Um, I'm going to share another idea. So I'm just going to mute and I'm going to share my screen. So I, I'm going to admit to you that I know absolutely nothing about Canva. 
<laughs> no, no, absolutely nothing about Canva. But um, but what I um, what I want to share with you is an idea that I think uh, I think is very useful. If, if, from everything I have understood about Canva, um, I, I I can see an application that I think is a very useful one for libraries, and I think one that we sometimes um, perhaps overlook. Um, how important it can be and what a fantastic advocacy and promotional tool it is. And that is the possibility of using Canva to create an infographic for an annual report. Now many of you may not actually um, create an annual report, it may not be required of you, but I think it's something that um, even if it's not asked of you, you still can create something for your administration or for uh, the school, in the principal or whoever you report to within the school. And I can actually see a, a great possibility um, for Canva for doing this and making it look incredibly professional. Um, Ty has already mentioned uh, the infographic facility in Canva when she was talking about uh, ways you could use um, that infographic in relation to working with texts and students, but I suppose I'm saying there's another use for it, um, it for you to present statistics about what your library's been doing across a given year. Um, so what I've done is, um, because I don't know anything about Canva, <laughs> have absolutely no skills in it whatsoever, um, I've just found um, a few examples that that I have no idea where they created, how they created them. They could be in Canva or they could be in something else. But I want to just give you a sense of the idea so that then once you're all Canva experts, you can go away and do this. And these are, I've got, I think, uh, I think I've got about four examples of infographics that people have created to illustrate what their library has done during that giving year, given year. Um, and this is this is one. Um, so I'm going to click through these and then I have a bit of a list of ideas that I wanted to talk to you about. So you can see that what they're doing is obviously using um, st statistics that we would, we would normally very dry, um, that people would probably have written a quite a long report, uh, a long narrative detailing what happened in the library that year and what, all the different statistics that they can share. Creating an infographic and presenting it using illustrations and the numbers as very much part of those illustrations really has um, appeal and it has impact and I think it is a really great way of presenting this information um, uh, to your community. Um, so I'll give you another one. You can just see the different ways they've used it here. This one has used um, the circulations breakdown there in the centre with the coloured little blocks so that you get a very clear idea about you know, what's been most borrowed um, and what's gone in and out of the library. This one really uses the numbers. Um, it hasn't got as many um, illustrations as the, the previous one. But So there's so many different ways you can go about this. Um, and this one is obviously, you can see from the top there, is actually just talking about a particular term in the school year. So you can talk about a short period of time or a, a longer period. Um, you could also choose to compare years. Or there's lots of things you can be doing with this. Um, here's another one. Very, very, um, I think, really impactful because they've used the black and then the colours over the top. 
um, to really give it great impact. And I think I think the reason why this um, is something that I'd like you to consider doing is because we really always need to be advocating for how important the library is and its role and what it does. But unfortunately, many people don't often understand all the different roles and all of the different things that have taken place in the library across a given year. And this gives it great impact to do it in, I think, in Canva. Another one a little bit different in the choice of the colour palette. So I think you need to choose you know, what works for you and it's a little bit more informal with this, uh, making it look more like handwriting um, and, a, and a bit of a use of, uh, of images again. And another one, this time from a public library. So they're obviously uh, reporting on slightly different things than what we might do in a, in a school library. Um, but it's just to give you a sense of what I think you could do with this idea. So this is my list of what you might put in for a school library. And as you can see from the ones that I've shown you, you have all of those ideas around circulation statistics. Um, you might have a door counter on your library. You might be able to tell people exactly how many people have come into the library. Uh, you might want to put how, the new books that appeared in your collection, how many classes were booked in, how many people view your website, if you have a library website, statistics for things like your eBooks, uh, your databases and your encyclopedias and all of these are readily available in all of the systems that you subscribe to and if you can't find where to get those statistics out you can go and talk to the vendors who can certainly help you with that. You might like to talk about what, what's most popular in your library, how, how different spaces and how they've been booked. You might have be lucky enough to have things like a, a theatre or a makerspace or a particular classroom, how often that's been booked and it really is amazing when you go, because I have done this in my previous roles before I was in this role, but I didn't have Canva to help me create a beautiful infographic. Um, it is quite amazing when you go back across your statistics to see how many things have actually happened in your library. And I think it's a great way to advocate and show people how, how well used you are. How many clubs have used your library? How many groups have met in the library? How many, what special celebrations you've, um, you've had? Um, how many people attended them? Important guests or events? So it might just be, you might use it in a lot of different, it might ju not just be the uh, numbers, etc. that we saw in those examples. You could insert photographs of events that had happened, etc. You might get quotes. I've called it their statements of love. Um, from people that have, uh, you know, attended the library, um, really enjoyed uh, activities that they've uh, participated in. Or you could also have a link to a, sh a short video that illustrated um, uh, what had taken place that year, was something really important event. One year in the library that I last worked in, we actually set up a camera to take us take an image in the library every few seconds, and then we ran that together um, into. Uh, so we just took a photo every 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 few seconds and we ran that into something that actually showed all of the activity in the library across the day. So when you ran it together, you got this amazing image of people kind of coming in, leaving and whatever. And it was just a really uh, fantastic way of showing how busy the library was. Um, and so you could embed something like that in the uh, in the infographic that you created in Canva. Um, and this is what I think you should be doing it, presenting it to the principal. Um, asking to present it to the school board, presenting it to your school staff at a meeting possibly. There may be a parents and supporters group that you could present it to and you could also then ask for some money. I'd be publishing it in the school newsletter. I'd be putting it up on 
um, you know, whatever internet there was, or in the same way that um, Peru was explaining that they have the um, uh, the video screens around the, the, the television screens around the school, you could put it up on there. And of obviously, we'd love to see whatever you created and have you share it with our members in uh, something like um, FYI or Synergy. So I'm going to stop sharing that. So that's just something that I wanted to share with you. Is this is a suggestion of a way you could use Canva because uh, certainly the more I learn about it from watching everybody else talk about it, I see it has great potential for us to use it as an advocacy tool. I think um, Prue's talked a lot about the way she's been using it in the library in relation to posters and display, etc. And Ty has certainly raised with us the different ways you could use it in the classroom and um, with students and I think in things like book clubs, etc. And I wanted to give us another element of the way you could incorporate it into something that is usually really dry and uh, um, maybe not as exciting as it should be <laughs> about how we sell what the library has been doing across um, across the year uh, as, a, as an annual report. So that was just a little idea that I wanted to share with you. Now, I haven't even been watching. Have we had any questions? Oh. How do I sign? Oh, have you been answering them, Ty? I can see there in the chat. Yeah, I've just seen that they were directly relevant to links. So I've just been popping the links in there. Oh, aren't you wonderful? Okay. So, hello, so everybody, we, are, um, we have gone a little bit short. I will admit to you that that is actually we did have um, more people that were going to join us, but unfortunately they haven't been able to. Um, so I, I would love to open it up to questions. Obviously, you can't um, turn your cameras or your microphones on, but if you have got a question that either Ty or um, Prue could answer that we can talk about, please do pop it up on the screen. Will the recording of this session be shared? Absolutely. Um, I did remember to press um, record, <laughs> so after the event I will share a link to where we place the recording for you. So are there any other questions from the... Actually, can I jump in because I've you just certainly seen may Helen, time. Yeah. Helen's comment about using Canva extensively in the library for social media and Helen does an extraordinary job of using... Oh, <laughs> yeah, like I have to hand it to her hands down there. Social media posting is insane. Um, I think we should get Helen to do a how to because actually that's one of the things that neither Prue nor I um, thought to mention you can schedule your social media posts from Canva so it's not just you're not just able to download an image or convert something to PowerPoint or whatever format you want to download it in if you link your social media accounts like Facebook Instagram and Twitter you can actually publish directly to those platforms or schedule publishing to those platforms, which is super, super helpful. So Helen could do a little mini tutorial on how to do that. Uh, thank you, Ty. That's wonderful. We actually already have had Helen present for us before. I think it was using social media in the library, Helen. I can actually make Helen a panellist if you'd like to come and mention, Helen, what you do. Is that putting you on the spot, Helen? Would you be happy to, for me to make you a panellist, Helen, and come and tell us for five minutes? Sure. Okay. Let me find Helen. <laughs> One second. Um, I'm going to move Helen to a panellist and then she can come and say hi. I've moved you to panellist Helen. 
And I know we've had Helen speak before on, I think it might have been um, promotional activities in the school library and she spoke about using social media and everyone probably is very aware of Helen's wonderful account. Um, so you're on the screen, Helen, but we haven't got you uh, with your video on. Uh, sorry. Oh, there we are. And oh, Hello, yeah. Helen. The window How's behind that? me too. And I, said that I, was, I have to go brush spot. my hair. <laughs> How's that for putting you on the spot? Look, seeing we've got time, I, I think it would be fantastic for you to have you share with us because you really are an expert. Is there anything you'd like to share about using Canva with your social media account? Um, I actually don't use Canva myself oh. to schedule my posts, but it is very easy to use because I've played with it. Um, but yeah, like I think like um, Prue said, like it is like it has all the templates there for your social media. So like I, um, in, in the uh, age-old thing of if you do something too well, you get given more jobs. So I now have to be given the job of doing all our school marketing as well as for my library. So I do a lot of um, social media. So you can probably hear my husband in a meeting on the background. Sorry. No, it's um, fine actually. It's fine. Yeah. Um, so I use a lot of graphics for the school social media and it's so easy. Like, you know, I get a, um, yeah, a message from the principal saying, I need this on social media. You can do it like in a couple of minutes um, with the templates. Um, you can set up, I, I actually, I think I said I missed the first 10 minutes of the, of the session, um, but you can set it up with your school colours as a brand oh. as well. So I have mine set up so, yeah, you can have all your branding, like all your colouring set up and everything. I use it for everything. I make bookmarks. I, like I've done all my signage around the place. I imported all our genre, the digital files of all our genre labels and you can then use them for signs everywhere. Um, and, yeah, I wasn't sure if, if you'd mentioned also that we can sign up for, as educators, we, you don't have to be a teacher. You can sign up for a free account free pro account, so that is definitely worth doing. Um, yeah, so I, I use it for pretty much everything. <laughs> Thank you, Helen. I, we're, we're appalling to put you on the spot like that, aren't we, and ask you to come on and just talk to us without even warning you. But no, you I, have plenty that, I have plenty that I could show you, but uh, I don't know how to explain my screen. <laughs> Yeah, there's a share button down the bottom in the in the centre. We've got a couple of minutes, so if you'd like to, you see the share uh, in the middle. I go share, and then it should open whatever applications you've got open. So if I open Canva, seeing we have a few minutes, and if anyone has any questions, please do ask us. And so uh, can you see my screen? Not yet. No, it hasn't uh, opened yet. What do I need to do? I've got that up. Oh, we're going to do TikTok posts now, Ty. You can, oh, yeah, you you can, can do make that. TikTok um, posts in there, even if you don't have a TikTok account. So you can make a, you can choose TikTok as a template, make a little TikTok video and download that as an MP4 or an MP3, whatever video format you like. And you don't need to post it to TikTok. You can just use that format. So, yeah. That's so amazing. Yeah, that, we can see that, Helen. Oh. So, for instance, yes, I've made all these posts this week for um, the, where's the source. So, for instance, you can see that I've 
you know, these posts on Monday when I realised I should probably have some posts, you can see very quickly that you can just make probably, sorry, this is the unpracticed, but yeah, so you can no. see very easily, you can just quickly make up social media posts very quickly. Um, oh, now I've messed up my own screen. And can you, do you file everything away and keep it like, so you can reuse things? How does it, has it got a good system for keeping stuff? Yes. Sorry, I'm just trying to. Now we can just see your desktop, which is very, very clean. How, how could you have a <laughs> desktop with nothing on it? <laughs> Spend my view of what I'm sharing. I just want to share Canva. So we so, can yeah. This yeah. is not working very well, sorry. That's okay. We've we, we put you on the spot by asking you to join us, seeing we had some time, but um, that's okay. We can see part of what you've got there. We can see <laughs> the school. Yeah, I've done something to it. I've uh, made it into just part of my screen. And now, because that is there, yeah. I mean, yeah. Oh, I nearly had it. Because I was trying to get back to my home screen. Uh -huh. Because, yes, then it has all my... Um, Which I can show you here on our Slav yeah. account, if you so like. So it has all your... Um, it does keep it all on your home screen? Yeah. Okay. So you have... Um, so what Helen is trying to show you, I actually have open if you want me to show you from Yeah, a, thanks, Ty. Let's have a look yeah. at that. So let me share this screen. All right. Hang on one second. So this is your home screen, the one that Helen was just talking about. And what you can see is all of your recent designs or you can go directly into your projects and all of your projects are there. You can put them into different folders. You can put them into, um, you know, starred, purchased. There's a whole bunch of different things you can do with them. You just scroll through them and find the one that you're looking for, which, Helen, I don't know if you find this useful, but it's something that I've always found really easy. If you're doing a Facebook post and you, you know, you're doing a Facebook post every five minutes and you want to change it really quickly, so you just continually go into the same template and just change the images and the text in the template that you're doing. Or one of the things that Prue mentioned earlier was the fact that Canva will resize everything for you. So what can make that much easier is you just go into your social media tab and today you want to do a square Instagram post. And so it's given you the exact size template that you need to start working with. So then you can go into your photos, you can start, you can search for things like we want to do a, a post with flowers in it. it. It's really that simple. It's so easy to use. And when you download that, I'm just going to move this little screen. So when you go to your share, you have the option to download it in a bunch of different formats. And it will suggest to you, you know, we suggest that you download this as a PNG. But if I wanted to, I could download it in any of these formats. So it's absolutely brilliant for that. So, or you can share directly on your socials, as Helen was talking about in the chat. So you can post that to any one of your social media platforms. 
It truly is amazing. I, I'm just I'm just blown away with what you can do with this. Um, very very impressive. Thank you, Ty, and thank you, Helen. <laughs> I can't I can't believe how 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 rude we are to drag you out of participant into presenter without any warning at all. Um, now, what I'm going to say now, because I think we could probably begin to wrap it up. So if anyone has any last minute quick questions, if you would like to ask them to any of our presenters, including our new one, Helen. <laughs> so Ty, Prue or Helen, um, please be quick and pop them in the chat. I'm going to give you one second to do that. If anyone has anything you'd like to ask. I know a lot of resources have already been posted to the Padlet. And uh, I think, Ty, it would be wonderful. Are we able to put up, um, I'm sure everyone who has is not already following Helen would like to follow Helen. Yes. So maybe we should be putting... <laughs> so we should... Into the Padlet, that's no trouble at all. Thank you, I think, because people are or into the chat. But the Padlet would be great because that's a bit of a record. Um, and, and certainly she is an exemplar that I think people would should be following if they want to know what they do, should be doing in this area. Definitely. So thank you, Helen. Um, so if anyone's got any, I don't, I haven't seen any questions appear. So I think we'll we'll wrap it up. Has anyone got anything else they'd like to say? Ty, Prue, or Helen? Sorry no? to drag you into this, Helen, but <laughs> you're so good at what you do. No, it's okay. If I hadn't been more prepared, I could have. If I could have got my screen to work, yeah, because like I said, I I have used it for a lot of things, so yes. And <laughs> I, I definitely agree about using it for your annual reports. Like mm. like you were saying, um, Susan, I, I'm not required to do an annual report, but I definitely bombard my management with leadership team with, with reports all through the year, so I have no idea if they read them, but I don't care. <laughs> Yeah, but I think the thing is, though, Helen, isn't it? They're much more likely to actually engage with it in that format, um, yes. you know, of an infographic with the images than if you just give them, you know, a, a, even a five-page document. If you give them one beautiful page that has all those stats, they actually will really see it. So I think it's a great way to do it. No, yeah. nothing about Canva. I'll leave all that to you experts, but I think the theory is right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So thank you for that. All right. So I am going to um, finish up. Thank you to Ty and Prue and Helen, who so have so generously shared their work with us. Thank you to all of you for your attendance at today's event. We appreciate your interest and support, and we look forward to seeing you at future Slab events. I will email all of you in regard to feedback with a recording, and if you require a certificate for today, we can also furnish you with that, and I'll also remind you in that email of the link to the Padlet, which will remain live, and you can access it at any time. Thank you, everyone. Thank you very much for your participation today. I hope you found something useful that helps you in your library. Have a lovely evening, everybody. Bye-bye. Thanks, everyone. Thank you to the wonderful presenters. Bye, everyone. <laughs>